0: Welcome to the book club that sure is not your mom's romance book club, but it is my mom's. I'm Ellen, and joining me, as always, is my mom. Hi, mom. How's it going? Hi, Ellen. Um, good. Things are good.
1: It's a good. It's good. Good.
0: Good. So <laughs> today we are going to be talking about The Unhoneymooners by Christina Lauren in today's mini episode. But first, mom, if you could join any past or current musical group, which would mm. you want to join? Past
1: or current? Well, we know I can't join Sly and the Family Stone. Because <laughs> you can't um. sing their songs, right? <laughs> um, you know, this kind of harkens back to last week's episode, but maybe The Bangles?
0: Uh, yeah, that. Hey, good one. I could get behind that, Because right? I was trying to think. I'm like, I don't want to do one that's like sex, drugs, and rock and roll. And... You know, I don't want to want ha- do one that had, like, a lot of drama, like Fleetwood Mac or something, even though I love their music. Yes. Um but, you know, like, a girl band like that would be. Yeah. I was thinking Spice Girls. <laughs>
1: because... <laughs> well, at least Bengals have, you know, some. Okay. Nothing against the Spice Girls, but some How musical
0: talent. How <laughs> dare you? How dare you? <laughs>
1: I'll tell you what I want, what I really, really want.
0: <laughs> I cannot believe you
1: just said that. <laughs> well, I mean, they could play instruments. Yeah. So there's a thing. Yeah.
0: I was trying to think of like, you know. And the good thing about the Bengals is now they get to kind of live a low-key life and
1: yeah. but still like get a break in those
0: royalties. They had their
1: heyday. Yeah. They put out some great music. Um, you know, yeah, I'm sure good. there was drama and all kinds of stuff, but, you know, now you're just chilling with your friends. But they weren't like so. the Go-Go's. The Go-Go's had a lot more no. drama than the Bangles yeah. did. Yeah, some anyway. of those were nuts nuts. so, but anyway, maybe something like that
0: or in the 60s you, know, you would have picked to be a part of the Monkees. Yes, there's that.
1: I mean, you could say be part of the Beatles, but you know, Then I would ruin, I would destroy the Beatles (laughs) because I have you'd be the Yoko of the Beatles. (laughs) I would be worse than Yoko.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so today we are going to be talking about the Unhoneymooners by Christina Lauren. This is a standalone book that came out about a month ago, so it's still pretty new. Um, But here's the little description that I wrote for this book. Olive Torres has always considered herself to be unlucky, unlucky in her job, currently unemployed, unlucky in love, not much to write home about, and especially unlucky unlucky in comparison to her twin sister amy who is lucky in everything that is until amy's dream wedding is hit with a bout of food poisoning and olive is one of the few to come out unscathed when amy and her newly minted husband are forced to hand over their maui honeymoon to olive she could consider this to be her biggest stroke of luck ever except that she is going on this romantic getaway with her mortal enemy amy's new brother-in-law ethan thomas ethan and olive resign themselves to enjoy their vacation separately very separately but olive's bad luck rears its ugly head when her brand new boss happens to be staying at the same maui resort and the two enemies have to keep up the charade of being newlyweds on their honeymoon and when ethan's ex shows up with her new fiance they have to be newlyweds who are madly in love with each other on top of it And while this turn of events may seem to be the worst kind of luck, maybe it's just the opposite. (laughs) So, Mom.
1: Oh, gosh, Ellen.
0: What did you think of The Unhoneymooners? I freaking loved this book. (laughs) Yeah.
1: I gave Um, it a five-star rating, which I don't do very often. But this one just gave me all the feels. So it's a lot of fun. I mean,
0: the banter. The banter is off the charts, off the charts, and you know the it's like teasing, like sometimes on the verge of mean banter, which is our favorite kind. Our favorite kind, where they <laughs> tease each other. It's so good. Yeah, um, and in all terms, the witty comebacks. I mean, it's just uh, yeah. Delicious. In terms of banter, I liked. Um, you can turn around now. I'm decent. Are you ever really though? Are you
1: ever really? <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, yeah they are great yeah. and then so on top of banter which you know we love the tropes there's forced proximity there's enemies to lovers there's, there's fake, fake marriage yeah there's a jealous ex I mean there are a uh. lot of tropes going on here and it's delightful yeah I I really liked it I um, yeah I, I think I can say I loved this book I just had a gay old time reading it it's it's just delightful to steal mom's turn of phrase. um there are some plot things that we'll get into um but that I know some people who wrote in their thoughts have issues with um but overall i just I just found it like a yummy little piece of cake absolutely it
1: was i. I mean, I plowed through it in probably less than 24 hours, and I just thought it was fantastic.
0: Yeah. Um, The beginning was really funny, and, like, when they all get – everybody gets food poisoning. It really reminded me – okay, if you guys have not seen this movie, it's, like, kind of a family (laughs) favorite of ours, but um, (laughs) Drop Dead Gorgeous is what it reminded me of. Oh, my gosh, me too. (laughs) When all – there's this beauty pageant that gets food poisoning from – uh shellfish shellfish and she and she's from minnesota and she says mom always says to not eat something that lives in its own house and so (laughs) and so she doesn't eat shellfish so she um gets so she comes out unscathed so that's really what this reminded me of and And is it
1: nora dunn that's walking through saying somebody call a priest (laughs) it was just yeah (laughs) yeah it's it's a delightful movie if you have not seen it that's our recommendation maybe not for everybody's taste
0: but it's really funny (laughs)
1: definitely Um, one of our
0: favorites anyway so that's what that reminded me of i thought it was really funny um the beginning and then just when they get to hawaii they just get to go through every single awkward funny situation that they could possibly get up to and oh my gosh and the
1: um the scene in the bathroom at the boat (laughs) yeah (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah that's what i mean it's just like every bad thing that could happen happens and it's hilarious i mean you know it's it's akin to the proposal with ryan reynolds and sandal yeah. block but um gosh just just one thing after another and it was
0: just so much fun yeah and i just loved them pretending the entire time to like that they hated each other because especially at a certain point it's like come on
1: well you don't. from the get-go I knew oh, yeah. that she had misread that first encounter yeah. with him.
0: Well, let, let's let's get into this. So, what did you think of Olive as our heroine? I loved Olive. Yeah, I love.
1: She's really she funny, was
0: funny and feisty
1: and snarky and all those things we love. Um, and she, you know, she
0: gets crap for being cynical, but that's something that I also loved about her. Is you know, yeah, I, think I can. Well, relate it to also that. showed she. I mean, she did have to kind of taper off
1: a little bit with it because I get it. But it also kind of gave her, I mean, it made her feel more real, I think, than just mm-hmm. rose-colored glasses all the time. Mm-hmm.
0: And I just, I thought she was great. Um, and she got and, some good character development in terms of that. You know, she got to kind of, you know, she got called out on, you know, you're always looking for the worst. You're you. She got called out on not trying hard enough and, you know, not relying too much. Yeah.
1: Accepting bad stuff all the time. Yeah, relying she she was too unlucky. much
0: on being unlucky when maybe she just wasn't putting herself out there, you know. And for, for some of those reasons, I really related to her. And also, um, you know, the joke with me is that sometimes I am like a bumbling rom-com heroine and just the things that happen to me. So some of that stuff felt, you know, getting crapped on by birds and flashing entire weddings i've done all those things so um so some of that made me relate to her pretty hardcore but yeah i just really liked her she was just a lot of fun um but yeah i thought she had some good um some good character development in terms i mean and even in terms i think he screwed up more but she developed more if that makes sense
1: Yeah, well, I think, yeah, he screwed up and had to apologize. But I think she's the one that needed to. And plus, you know, we're getting her POV. So, you know, we're more invested in that. But um, she did make some life
0: choices, changes that I think were beneficial for her. Yeah. Um, I wrote down this line for Olive. Um, There's no revenge like being with someone new who has a great rack. What an empowering feminist statement. I can appreciate my body in bikini and still want to set fire to the patriarchy. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, to the point, I had so many lines highlighted in this one because there's no, I I was reading behind you and (laughs) there was just so many that like cracked me up in this book. It was it was hard not to. Um, What did you think of Ethan as our hero? I loved Ethan.
1: Um I really did. I thought that he was, I loved how he had a comeback for all of her. And I love how he just stuck with her. I mean, uh, he just obviously was crushing on her from the get-go. I mean, I, I figured that one out pretty early. Yeah, I mean,
0: it's pretty obvious from, like, early on. I mean, she, like, says something to him at the wedding where he's like, wait, you think I don't like you? You know, or something like that. But, I mean, like. I'm saying, like, within the first couple chapters, right. he says something that is kind of like, okay, so obviously, she has misread this yes. situation. Um, so, he screws up a bit. He does. Um, but we're going to talk about some of the conflicts, because some of the listeners seem to have a bigger problem with him than... I felt like I did coming out of it. Um, I haven't read any of the listener comments, so I don't know to what you are referring. Um, And kind of just as a side note, her calling him Voldemort all the time was cracking me up. Um, And then the fact that he said he made a Harry Potter reference, and she's like, what?
1: That's so dreamy (laughs) that he knows.
0: I know he's a reader, but he reads Harry Potter? (laughs) Yeah, I wrote down, those of us who aren't summoned by the dark mark consider honesty to be a virtue. And that's what she says to him. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I I, I mean, like we said, we love their banter. And so with Ethan, he was a willing participant. And I kind of love that even though he was never really sure why she hated him so much, he kind of just went along with it. And I think in his mind, it was always kind of more, I don't know, maybe friendly and in her mind she was like no we hate each other (laughs) well um i think
1: you know dane had described her as being cynical and snarly and so i think i think he was just kind of thinking oh that's just her personality it's just the way she is and
0: yeah yeah for sure um okay so their first conflict was that they hated each other and that's kind of the first thing that they have to overcome what did you think of that issue and how it was resolved? I thought it was great. I loved how it was resolved.
1: And I love that she, you know, it, after a couple comments, I mean, she kind of comes
0: around, you know, it takes a little while, but. Well, and she, you know, she has this image of him that's kind of based on his brother. And his brother, you know, it's we find out that his brother has been kind of using him to make excuses for himself while he... Galavant's about town and um so that's kind of coloring her perception of him she misreads some interactions that they have early on um and that kind of leads her to misjudge him and she gets this picture of him as this kind of bro-y frat boy when like really that's not him at all no. and so when she spends time with him they get to know each other and um you know, I think in all of this, like miscommunication has was is kind of their downfall in a lot of these scenarios, and we always have a problem with that in books, right? It's like just talk to each other, but all of this communication felt pretty. I got normal it. To yeah, me. yeah, yeah. It felt like like, real organic miscommunication and not just, like, just talk to each other. Well, especially,
1: what I have a problem with with in these books is the miscommunication after they're in love with each other and everything's just great, and and then something happens and they just refuse to talk to one another. That's the miscommunication I have a hard time with. This miscommunication where you just kind of read someone wrong when you first meet them, I think that's pretty common.
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure. And that is more their problem, you know, here. And, um, yeah, so I thought it was all really well done, um and you know he's because she thinks she's very insecure about her body, and so that colors her reading of their first meeting, well, and I wouldn't say she's insecure about her body because she's
1: not she doesn't have a problem wearing a bikini she does I mean, there's a lot of things about her yeah. that she's not insecure about. I think what she was insecure about is the fact that she thinks he didn't like her body, that he doesn't like curvy yeah. women. And yeah. that's, therein is her insecurity. I think she's fine with all of it, and she's just like, you know, whatever. But
0: um, but she gets pissed that he seems to be judging her right. for eating or these cheese curds, which <laughs> having been to Minneapolis um, and the Twin Cities, that is a big thing out there. That's where I first had cheese curds. Um, anyway, and then he's... But he, you know, reveals to her that he was mainly just pissed because he's told not to ask her out. And so he's kind of trying to distance himself from her so that he doesn't want well, to do yeah. that. Well, he's into her from the very
1: beginning, and his brother's like, no, no, you can't go there. Don't do that. Yeah. And... um. So then it's all of him trying not to be flirtatious and and weird around her. And that's what she's misreading.
0: Yeah, I wrote down this line from him in their kind of revelation discussion about this. Um, He says, Olive, I don't know how to say it more plainly. I was into you. You're hot. And I was probably trying to hide it. I'm sorry for that totally unintentional reaction. I really am. But every indication I had from you or from Dane was that you thought I was a waste of space. (laughs) And Uh yeah. And so, um, but yeah, like I said, all of that just felt like... Completely normal things that people do yeah. and just misreading a situation. So I respected that in a conflict. Um, so this one was pretty minor, but what did you think about the conflict around Ethan seemingly still being hung up on his ex? Well, I think it was weird. It was, it was a, well, the whole thing was like a
1: weird situation. It would be weird. Um, yeah. He's there with this fake girlfriend, but now he wants her to be a real... Fake g- wife. Fake wife. But now he wants him, her to act like a real wife around his ex-girlfriend. Yeah. Um I think all that was fine, and it led to some really fun stuff in the book. Yeah. The one, the big miscommunication, though, is when, you know, she's right after they've had to- sex and they run into them yeah. again, and then um, she... You know, is trying to get him to come out with her and go have drinks. And and um yeah. I mean, Olive got kind of pissy about that and was upset about it. But it turned out to be a non-issue because she was, again, misreading his yeah. how he was reacting to it.
0: Yeah. And again, I thought that that it felt normal and real for the situation that they were in i mean and it's kind of like he says he's like yeah maybe part of me is kind of happy that she's regretting it but it's not because i want to get back together with her right you know and um but totally founded on her end to after they've just had sex, to be pissed that it seems like he's going to be meeting up with her to, like, get drinks and get back together. And,
1: you know, you have insecurities when you start a brand new relationship, especially, I mean, because literally it had just started for them. And then, you know, you run into an ex-girlfriend and you can't really read what he's thinking. And that seems normal to have that kind of an insecurity.
0: Well, and they had had just recently talked about how he had been hung up on her for a while after they broke up. And so she's you know fearful that there's still some some built up some feelings there but feelings there. honestly
1: i i can't see why he was even yeah, like she, she says i don't even see why he was with her in the beginning
0: yeah yeah and he kind of says like yeah i don't really either but <laughs> i went with it um okay so let's take on the big one where ethan defends his brother and breaks up with olive over it um how how did you how did that you know sway with you well and i don't know um
1: i don't know and maybe this is i don't know that i would have handled it the same way Olive handled it to begin with that's the kind of situation where like when she was sitting there and with him at the bar with dane at the bar and he hits on her i think i would have turned to him at that moment and said look I realize you just got married, and I realize that you were a bit of a playboy, but here's the deal. If you break my sister's heart, I'm going to come after you with a kitchen knife. <laughs> Don't be a dick, or I am going to re- you know, yeah. remove yours. Um, yeah. Jeez, <laughs> all are in a bottle. <laughs> if that's what it takes. I think yeah. I would have done that first, and then given him some time to... Possibly mend his Put the fear whisk. of God in him, and yeah. Then seeing if that does anything, and see if that did anything, and then if he was still screwing around, I would. So I, I don't know that I would have handled c- because her approaching her sister with that information, especially when she didn't even know that he had been sleeping around, like after they got married. Yeah, after they got engaged, after they got married. Yeah, yeah. I would. That could have backfired big time on her. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm, just. Personally, this is my own personal thing. I don't know that I would have handled it the exact same way Olive did. However, when he, when his brother hit on her, and she told him, "Look, he hit on me. I am not misreading." She never told him what she said to him afterwards, which kind of bothered me because
0: yeah, because that's more where the problem afterwards she lies. Says,
1: so you're saying you want to have sex with me, and he's like. Well, you know, if you're into it. And so that literally, she literally yeah. clarified it. But she never tells Ethan that she literally clarified yeah. that.
0: Because just telling him, like, he said that we could mix it up. And that's, yeah. like, literally all she says. And he's like, well, that could easily be just him joking. But joking, then she yeah. say, but then I asked for clarification. And he said, yes. If that is what you are into, you know, kind of thing. Yeah. And yeah, I also wish that she had kind of like. I agree that could be misinterpreted,
1: but I she even thought it the up. same thing when he said it. It's like, is he serious? Yeah. And then she clarified with him. Yeah. But she never told Ethan that she would had this clarifying statement. You know. Yeah. So
0: here's my problem. So yes, I agree because I had the same issue with that with that exchange, and then um you know, they talk about it, and she's like, are you seriously gonna believe your brother over me? And part of me kind of has to go, yeah, he's my brother, I'm sorry, but we've been friendly with each other now for ten days, and that's, or I guess longer at this point, because they had also been dating two, when they got Two home. weeks, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, and, you know, I'm glad that she has a moment where she kind of thinks about it, you know, afterwards, and it's like, yeah, I mean, like, my sister is kind of my ride or die, and I would probably, I don't know, I just felt like with the situation there needed to be a little bit more finesse on her side, but he also, I mean, Right. I just think it could have been
1: handled differently by both of them.
0: And the thing is, is if, if your brother is like that, if he's if he is this guy that is portrayed to us as Dane it's not going to seem completely out of left field that someone is accusing him of being a cheater and hitting on I don't know. Maybe well, that's naughty of me but I don't know.
1: I mean he's obviously a player and so they went on these trips probably so he could hook up with chicks you know away yeah. from his fiance and I mean Ethan had to have seen that and thought that it was weird that you know. Yeah,
0: yeah, that's yeah, that's my only. Because I I get him, you know, struggling with not taking his brother's side in this situation, but also there has to be part of him that's kind of like uh, maybe I need to look into this. Yeah, you know, I, I could kind of see that. Well, and
1: then yeah. once it all you know plays out and he's trying to get in touch with her and she's not answering her phone which you know i always have an issue with but um you know it seemed like it but it was cute the little grand gesture at the end so
0: that was yeah that was and i love that her
1: family was so involved and like her family set the whole thing up and i don't know i liked her family a lot and i love that she
0: loved her family i love that you know she had this big She recognizes, yeah she had this she recognizes that they're overbearing and you know and they're a lot but she loves them for it yes. and because of it and yeah
1: because a lot of times we have families like that and people are like oh they drive me crazy and i just can't but she just recognized that yeah that's who they are and i love them for it so yeah well
0: and she's also kind of part of the madness right like right. she says I know that if any of them were in my situation, I'd be over there, you know, trying to figure out what's going on with them too. Just, so just the way they are. Yeah. Um So we're gonna talk about this Ethan brother situation a little bit when we read the listener comments, because listeners feel felt very differently than I felt. I I I kind of understood a little bit more, I think where he was coming from i still think he was definitely in the wrong and i think that he did need to apologize for how he handled the situation and um kind of behaved in that and you know he like he essentially calls her out and is like how dare you but she's like no how dare you for not believing me yeah um yeah but i think i mean he apologizes as soon as he finds out like that his brother is actually, like, for sure a scumbag, so. Well, and um, I do like
1: when she figures out,
0: you know, am, is it just horrible of me
1: if I, am I being an idiot if I just fall back into his arms? Or yeah. am I being horrible if I don't give him a chance? You know, you could see where that was like a,
0: would be a, yeah. You know. Well, and I I do like that her sister is kind of the one that's like, no, you should give another chance. Seems yeah, genuine and like a good guy and, um, and I do love that her sister's kind of like, "No, I want, I want you to be with him because it'll make it seem like all of this was worth
1: something, right? And she, I love the whole part about he's the good brother, isn't he?" And she's like, "Yeah, he is
0: the good brother." <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was sweet. Um, I liked their relationship, I thought it. Was, I did too. It was sweet. Um, okay, so let's talk about sex, baby, or lack thereof. Well, it was kind of mom-friendly. Yeah, it's kind of, okay, so you know that if you've listened to our episode on the wedding date, <laughs> you know that I had problems with this whole closed, closed door policy. Um, not that I don't think it can be done, because I think they do it really well here. You know, there's not any actual penetration that we witness in the book, um, but it's implied that it happens and we see a lot of the build up to it but it's kind of fade to black you know when the actual final act takes place um but i thought it was done really well first of all a lot of my problem with the wedding date was that they talked about it non-stop and would cut off well and the it was disjointed place. the way it cut off it was just yeah kind of weird yeah. but i thought this was handled really well i thought um yeah i thought that they did it uh, yeah i thought they did it really well i do i agree and you and, know but it was definitely mom-friendly sh- yeah and to the point where i was like i need to remember this one for when especially like when church people ask me for a romance right or book. friends who haven't read before who haven't read yeah and you're before. kind of looking for a way to you know people that you're worried about with the sex scenes i think that this is a really good it's really funny it's really approachable it's you know concepts and tropes that a lot of people are already used to um but yeah definitely less of the sexy times but still sexy I thought yeah definitely um so that's yeah that's what I was thinking I'm like oh this will be a good one to recommend you know when people are looking for a gateway um (laughs) a gateway drug yeah it's a gateway romance drug um okay what was your swooniest moment I'm afraid you're going to steal mine <laughs>
1: well we haven't talked about it yet yeah. um, first of all I just want to say I love all the times when he is clarifying with her no I've always liked you You know all those little lines that pop up and she has to yeah. so those are all kind of cute however and I know I'm stealing yours you are <laughs> that freaking massage
0: oh my gosh <laughs> okay so it was hilarious because when i was reading i was ahead of mom and i texted mom and i was like mom this book and it was when the massage was starting and then mom texted me uh afterwards like and she was like next day ellen yeah and she's like this book and i was like what part are you at she's like the massage i'm like mom that's where i was when i said that um just because that part was just i was dying like as soon as they walk in the room and the masseuse is like okay so we're going to you know show each other how to do it i was like oh my gosh this is happening and it was so good but i also love the fact that you know
1: um she says i could just say right now i you know i don't want to do
0: this and walk out or he could (laughs) either one of us (laughs) I wrote down this line because it would crack me up. The masseuse, she says, "Oh, I'm sure you knew whether he was good with his hands." Diana says playfully, and it's on the tip of my tongue to tell her to scram and leave us to our brothel room in peace. Because <laughs> I don't know, just they were just cracking me up in that scene, and that was just the scene where I was letting out, like I was letting out ecstatic, like gleeful. Like, yeah, well, I think I was reading at like
1: five in the morning, and I'm like trying not to wake up your dad who's sleeping right next to me, and I'm like, (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
0: yeah, it was so good. I was dying during that part, so that was like definitely my most audible, swoony moments. But, but yeah, like you said, there was a lot of, I really like at the end when, um, he's, uh, when he's doing the whole trying to win her back thing, and he says, like, I found, you know, the person who I wanted to do my big grand gesture for. And I thought that was cute, kind of in reference to when he talked about his ex. Um, And then the epilogue was also, Uh. I loved their proposal. (laughs) And he's
1: like, it was a hot mess, but
0: it's just, what else would you expect from us? (laughs) It was perfect for us. (laughs) Um, Yeah, and I loved having that from his perspective too um yeah i just yeah i think it's safe to say i loved this book it was yeah it gave me all the feels um
1: yeah i yeah i mean the banter the
0: tropes the it's just everything we love yeah it's very true um yeah just just delightful this book it was delightful um Let's get into it, because I think we're going to have some things to say about what other people said. So okay. Nara said, I liked it a lot. I loved their banter, and they're uh, really getting to know each other. My siblings are the love of my life, but I wouldn't be that unsuspicious of them as Ethan was. <laughs> um, I... So... Uh, I'm trying to decide how much, how, how much I want to say this. Having been in a situation where I have to question whether or not I trust a sibling, um... Can I say that? Yeah. I don't care what you say. That's your scuzzy <laughs> well, brothers. <laughs> <laughs> um, you, still, you still sort of side with them, though. Even when you think that maybe they've done something bad. Well, even when they're being idiots, you tend yeah. to want to
1: say, but, you know, he's still so sweet.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, so... I think that maybe that situation is what kind of made me more sympathetic towards Ethan than a lot of you seem to be. Christy says, love the book. I do as I do all Christine Lauren books. But Ethan needed to grovel more because he really effed up. Uh, Yeah. I mean, he he effed up, definitely. But he did grovel. Uh, Yeah, I I thought he groveled and added... But everybody was, like, out for blood and wanting Ethan to grovel. It was kind of cracking me up. I
1: I thought he did fine, because he really tried many times to apologize to her. He tried to, to talk
0: to her. He tried to talk to – well, first of all, he tried to talk to her even after they broke up, like, even before – Yeah, the whole thing. I don't was, know. He yeah. did. And, yeah, and then um, and then he really tried to talk to her after, you know, when he's there and being confronted with all the – girlfriends. The, Yes, all the girlfriends. And he tries several times to get in touch with her after that. And, you know, then he makes his grand gesture. I thought that was adequate levels of gravel, And, um, yes. Yeah, I agree. Jennifer says, I thought it was cute. I am disappointed as well that Ethan chose to be oblivious to his brother's ass hattery. Love it as a term. Um, But I was a little annoyed with Olive for not laying it on the line with her new boss when they went to dinner together. Yes, we should talk about this. She could have said, funny story, there was a wedding with lots of vomit involved, but this is not my husband. She really had no need to continue the charade once she left the spa. Not my favorite Christina Lauren book, but still worth reading. I'll also add that I liked how Olive evolved as a person. I think she spent the first part of the book being more of a victim of luck than taking responsibility for her circumstances. I liked how she became more comfortable with herself and took a time out and ultimately opened up other doors for her career-wise. Agree. Oh, yeah, I really liked that as well. I agree, though,
1: that she it would have been so easy that night when yes. they were at dinner to say, "By the way, we're not really married. We just wanted to use this because it's not like he's going to say anything to the hotel."
0: Yeah, yeah, I agree. Or even judge her really for like frauding. I don't know. Yeah. I realize that it's a crime, but I think if you explain the situation to anybody, they'd be like, "Oh, yeah, okay, oh, yeah, that's I cool." It. Well, he even said that. He says, "Well, that seems like a good reason."
1: You know to lie but he said the fact that you sat at dinner with me you know in light of my face which still yeah. seemed a little harsh to me because you know he's her brand new boss and i don't know it seemed
0: a little ridiculous but but it all i agree with jennifer end. yeah and i agree with jennifer that she so could have yeah just even not even at the spa in front of the masseuse right like still keep up the lie there i don't care but as soon as you get to dinner just be like hey funny story this is what happened you know yeah we're not really um, married We're not married, but here's this uh, smoking hot guy that I'm on this vacation with. Yeah. Um, Paige decided, I've decided, Paige said, I've decided that Christina Lauren will be an auto buy for me. This book had me smiling and laughing in several places. I enjoyed Ethan and Olive, but like all others, felt Ethan should have believed Olive sooner about his brother. It's just easier said than done with family, I think. I think so, too.
1: And I think... I think he was not, I think he was trying to choose a road that didn't hurt either one. He was trying to go, he was down the middle road. And Mm -hmm. he was not saying, I don't believe you, but he's
0: saying, I think you're just misunderstanding him. Yeah, and and he's saying it's kind of not our business. Right. Which, fair enough, to a certain extent it's not, but it's also really hard to sit by and watch. From her perspective, it's hard to sit by and watch it knowing that maybe her sister is getting screwed over in this situation, you know. And that's why I would call him
1: out on it. I mean, that's just me. I get that not everybody would agree with that. But um, I would call him out on it and give him a chance to, you know, maybe grow a little from the experience and and do better. But um, he probably wouldn't have. And then, you know, but then again, if his sister finds out that she knew about this all along, you know, that could be a big problem, too. So it's just one of those things. Yeah, that's true. Where you know you never know what's the right thing to do, and it was fun to have the scene where all the girlfriends show up. That and was pretty awesome. <laughs> and then once Cassie admits that, you know, yeah, I slept with him last week. Then it's like, yeah, <clears throat> boot him. Yeah, but um, yeah. you know, the, Trinity was that her name? First of yeah. all, could we get more stripper names than Trinity and Cassie? But um, sorry for Cassie's and Trinitys Careful. out there. <laughs> yeah, I <was> <laughs> It's it's a lovely name, both of them.
0: But, um, <laughs> I, okay. The line, the other line that cracked me up that I haven't mentioned is, uh, they say something about the girl with the mango butt tattoo, and she's like, Oh, I think I read that book. I, think I read that book. <laughs> <laughs> that was really funny. But,
1: um, yeah, that was funny. Um, anyway, yes, but, you know, Trinity says, Oh, it's been like five months. See, that's the kind of situation where I would like, Okay, just give him a chance to do better. But
0: when you find or at out at least like let's talk about actually, it, you know.
1: Yeah. When you find out he's actually slept with her last week, then it's like, yeah, this this dude needs to go.
0: Well, and like confront him with it, and if he's very like flippant about it, then maybe, you right. know, talk to your sister about it. But if he's if he's kind of like, "Oh, please don't tell her. Blah, blah, blah. I'm working on it. I haven't seen anybody in, you know." Then I don't know. But, yeah, I, I kind of agree with with you and confronting him well, first. Well, from our years in the military,
1: I mean, this has actually been a thing that's come up in my life where, yeah. you know, I've seen guys who were cheating on their spouses. And I just never felt like it was my place to go and tattle to the spouse. But I certainly wasn't going to sit back and not call them out on it. And so there's been a couple yeah. times that I've you know, approached friends of ours and said, look, you are being a douchebag and you need to not do that or I am going to. Yeah. I'll talk to her if you want, so.
0: Yeah. Mari V says, it's one of the few books marketed as hilarious that actually delivers. Olive and Ethan's interactions are glorious. The banter, the hatred for each other. The only thing I didn't like in this book is the ending. Their getting back together is too rushed. It happens literally in the last page of the book. Fair enough. And Olive forgave Ethan too easily for my liking. I'm a sucker for a good grovel, and this ending left me wanting more. But it's CeeLo, after all, and I'll always forgive them because I love everything they write. Um, Sarah says, I just finished, and I really enjoyed this one. Enemies to friends, forced proximity? Yes, please. The Barfo rama wedding had me cracking up. It was like a cross <laughs> between Stand By Me and Bridesmaids. Yeah, Bridesmaids is a good call, too. Um <laughs> Karen says, I really liked this one. Christina Lauren has been on my radar for a while, but this is the first one I have read. Oh, you should read more. They have good stuff. Uh, she said, when I saw that it was an author duo, I expected the book to be a dual POV, but it wasn't. I was impressed with how seamless the writing was and couldn't pick a change in writing style anywhere. I do always marvel at how people do that. It's crazy. Well, they do it great. Didn't they do yeah. Josh? And, they did Josh and
1: Hazel, right? They did Josh and Hazel and Roomies. And Rumi's. I knew that. Um, Yeah. But I was like, I've read more of their books and I can't think of what it was. Yeah.
0: Um, She said, I enjoyed all the little comments that Ethan made, which helped Olive realize that he actually liked her. For example, remembering the science pun t shirt and telling her she always looks good. Also, bonus points to this book for pop culture references to Buffy and. Fraggle Rock. Yeah. We haven't and even mentioned the pop culture references because. Yeah, there was a lot of them and they were good. Yeah. yeah were and there good. were
1: some movies I was like, wow, I didn't know anybody else knew that movie but me.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, Kristen says, I admit it. Was, I was bu- a bit bummed at what was left out, not what I've come to expect from Christina Lauren. I think she's referring to the sex scenes there. Um she said I did listen to a podcast with them where they said they put it in and took it out because it didn't feel right. That's what she said. But I feel like they should have kept uh trying to s- stick it in there until it fit. <laughs> Winky face. <laughs> I see what you did there. <laughs> she said ha uh she said I cracked myself up. Uh I felt Kristen, you could hang with our family because we crack ourselves up too. Uh <laughs> She said, I felt like we were missing that connection. I have no problem with closed-door romances when they work, and I don't feel like it's missing something. Anyway, despite that, I really liked it, and they are an auto-read for me. Just wasn't my fave of theirs, though the trope definitely is. Um, that's interesting that you felt that way. I, I thought that it was a pretty well-done closed-door. I thought it was, too. I didn't feel like I missed anything. Yeah. Um, and, you know, we got pretty close up to the point on this one of, well, and there were so many other sexy parts,
1: you know, we've talked about the bathroom on the boat, we've talked about the, the, um, massage. Well, yeah. There were enough other sexy parts that it's like, uh,
0: you know, it, it didn't leave yeah. you wanting. Yeah. Um, Lisa says, I really enjoyed the banter, and as previously said, Olive's character evolved, which was a plus. The wedding scene, buffet, barf at th- Barfathon was so funny i had to keep reading olive's pettiness and ethan's patience kept me laughing and reading yeah yeah they it were a lot of fun
1: it seems like we've done a lot of um
0: wedding books recently yeah because this one kind of reminded me of the worst best man yeah you know a maid of honor and a best man who don't really like each other yes. and yeah the one i was thinking of too yeah um, Aida, Aida? I don't know how to say your name honorable huh? I'm sorry uh, she said I liked so many things about this book from the cover to the epilogue yeah I thought the cover was really key. and the epilogue great uh, she's like I especially love how Olive chose to stick to the truth instead of humiliating herself if I were to change anything though I would like to see Ethan's br- brother suffer a lot <laughs> um, yeah, I think it's I implied that he
1: does though because they talk about how he wants to get back together with Amy and she's like I'm not going to have any of that
0: and um, yeah, but he could have, you know, had like a junk punch or something. Maybe junk punch um, would have been good. And you know why? <laughs> you know why? <laughs> uh, to me, it's a bit surprising that there are so many funny, fun dialogues and nice descriptions because the other book I read by Christina Lauren was very focused on things that Ellen and Mom uh, don't—that uh, Ellen doesn't want Mom to read about.
1: <laughs> I was going to say I think true. there
0: is a book of theirs that you said you're not reading this one mom I can't remember which one it was yep that's the beautiful bastard series you're not reading that <laughs> um Anyway, Jason, singular male listener Jason, says, I really enjoyed the book. I thought the banter was great, but as I have learned that I am a bloodthirsty person since starting to read romance, I needed Ethan to work a little harder to win her back because he did basically call her a liar. He could have whipped his brother's ass for hitting on his girlfriend. I would have found this to be a good start. But in the end, I thought the book was extremely enjoyable. Yeah. Again, I just think easier said than done with all this right. family stuff. This,
1: However, this would have been a good little thing. Like when his when he shows up and his brother is there and he's upset because all his girlfriends are getting sent home. Um, yeah. For Ethan to turn to his brother and say, wait a minute, so you really did hit on? Oh. Uh, yeah. And, you know, then for him to say, um, well, yeah, I guess so. And then just have Ethan haul off and, and you know. Punch him in the face. That would have been pretty sweet. Yeah, that would have been good. Um, but in fairness to Ethan, I really think he was trying to kind of go in a direction that everybody kind of came out happy, but it didn't really turn out
0: that way. Yeah. And and, and coming from a uh, I, I definitely am like that and have gotten into situations where I maybe took too much of the middle road on a situation trying to keep pacify everybody. Right. And A, it makes it harder on me. <laughs> and B you get B, in the middle of all kinds
1: of drama. And
0: Yeah. Yes. Yes. That's true. Um, Jessica said, overall I like this book. It was A nice, easy, enjoyable read with uh, humor, romance, and some character growth. I think it took a little longer to get to the romance part than I would have liked and then the romance was glossed over pretty quickly. And then the next thing you knew they were back home in Minnesota and wham! The relationship and Olive's life blew up. I wanted to see more of the romance after after Olive and Ethan finally acknowledged they didn't hate each other and before they went home. That I would agree with in that we went from, you know,
1: everything's great. It skipped like the last five days of their trip, which would have been nice to have some of that.
0: Yeah, well, and they, they have sex, and then they, like, immediately kind of get into this argument about his ex, and then it's like they're flying home. And so, yeah, I would agree well, that Well, I mean, we they, they get... patch things up from the ex fight. Yeah, And things right. are good.
1: I mean, we see the little, like, them going to the sunrise thing and, you know, all yeah. of that. Um, but then it just kind of skips the last five days of their trip, and it would have been nice to see some more, or at least have... I think it was quite five days, but yeah. Or at least have a montage of, oh, we did this, and it was great, and we did this, and you know, just a little bit more of what was going on during that time.
0: Yeah. Um, Jessica continues. She said, I also did not like that Dane was such an obviously bad guy. It seemed just too easy and convenient. That's kind of true, especially since they're so different, and apparently they're, like, really close brothers. It's, I have a hard time believing that siblings are, like, I don't know. Yeah. Eh, I maybe, yeah. I guess maybe I guess maybe I don't. <laughs>
1: well, <laughs> you see a different side. I mean, you're not dating the guy or getting married to the guy, so you kind of see a different side of him than what yeah, Amy sees. So,
0: yeah. Uh, she continues, I absolutely love the epilogue, though, and the peek into Ethan's mind, and that hilariously imperfect proposal. And I don't often think this, but in my opinion, the story would play out much better on screen. I can just see the hideous bridesmaid dress, the projectile vomiting reception, the hilarity that ensues at the resort, and a great supporting cast of characters playing Olive's family. So overall, I like the book, but I prefer Others by Christine Lauren. That's a good point. This would make a, a really good movie, because there's... Um, Yeah, because even, like, what you just said with the romance montage, like, even if we got a montage, that's hard to do in a book, but, (laughs) yeah, um, but, yeah, something to convey their relationship, you know, Um, yeah, it did, it did kind of play out like a movie, and it would be, it would be a good one, I mean, I, I would, I'd see it, that's for sure, Um, and they're already getting roomies made, so they've already got their, their foot in the door there on the project, the production side um last one ashley says i usually like the enemy to lovers tropes but this one felt like they were a bit too literally enemies at the beginning i wanted neither of them to end up with a happily ever after especially not with each other they were horrible but they both evolved as you do in a romance book and by the end i was happy they got together I liked Olive's character development and her growth and change we saw through the book. Ethan's character development wasn't so much development as multiple personality, which was a bit odd, but I liked the one he chose to keep in the end. Maybe part of the disjointed character writing I felt is the author actually being two people. I'm not sure. She says, the epilogue was probably my favorite part of the book, and I loved the proposal. I liked that the characters weren't full of unnecessary angst and didn't create drama from misunderstandings for the most part. Ethan being hesitant to side with Olive over his brother was completely understandable. Thank you, Ashley. <laughs> <laughs> the one person who agrees with us. <laughs> um, uh, but they'd only been dating for a couple weeks. But I also think he would have seen that his brother was a d bag after a lifetime with him. See, conflicted. Yeah, I yeah I would agree. I think I think we're on the same page as Ashley for the most part. Um. Anyway, so that's what everybody else thought. Um, Mom, any final thoughts on The Unhoneymooners? Um, no. I thought that this book would get more love from the listeners because we loved it so, 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 so much. Yeah. I mean, the thing, uh, you think about it, if it's got banter, it's pretty easy to, if it's got good banter and it's funny, it's pretty easy to sway us. We're, we're, <laughs> we're kind of whores for banter and, uh. For banter whores. And, that's and, what we're yeah. <laughs> i'll take it i'll I'll, i need i need a i need a shirt that's you're such a banter whore whore. (laughs) (laughs) somebody work on that for me (laughs) um yeah so but i know that not everybody is much of a banter whore as we are so um but yeah i just thought this one was a lot of fun i mean i just i loved it and i think the levity of it made me not like critique it as much as we usually do um, for a lot of the books that we talk about on this show. So I don't know. But I, I loved it. I thought it was a great time. Well, I've shared all my thoughts, so I think, I think yeah. I've made it pretty clear.
1: But I love the book. I I really did. And I did give it five stars on Goodreads.
0: And I don't do that very often. So yeah. Um, so those are our thoughts and a lot of your thoughts on the Unhoneymooners by Christina Lauren. Uh, we would love to hear more from you as always on our Facebook page or our Facebook group, which is Not Your Mom's Facebook group, our Goodreads group, our Twitter and Instagram, which are both at your no- at not at mom's Rom, or you can email us at not your moms Romance book club at gmail.com. So if you want to read along with us and email us with your thoughts, or if you'd like to suggest a book for us to read, we'd love to hear from you. On June 24th, we'll be waiting, reading Waiting for Tom Hanks by Carrie Winfrey, listener of the show. And we're quite excited. Um, we're also going to pair that with a rom-com talk, uh, about probably a Tom Hanks movie, so we're gonna have a little poll up on social media that everybody should, um, weigh in on which, which of those they want us to do um, remember you can subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify and wherever your favorite podcasts are sold for free, don't forget to leave a review because it helps show and we just love to read them All right, thanks mom, you're welcome Ellen,
1: thanks for and Christina Lauren both of you. Thank you for the book. Yeah. It was great. Yeah,
0: we loved it. All right. Next see you next time. Bye. Bye.